Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the wispy, cloudy voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, the happiest man you know. It's time for me to ring the dinner bell for today's supper service of the food show. Two hours of devoted entirely to all things edible, drinkable, cookable, servable, and all of that from New Orleans, America's best eating city. Yeah, I'm the happiest guy you know. I really am. And if you don't believe me, call me and, uh, and we'll settle that once and for all. Our number is 260-6368, 260 and uh, we've had some pretty good luck uh, expanding the number of people who have called into our program last couple of days. And uh, it was something as simple as this. Um, I'm asking you right now to call us up at any convenient time for you. If you're driving, uh, you know, wait until later. And if you've got something else that you're busy on, well, you know, keep on doing it. But uh, if you get a, a spare minute, would you call me and... Uh, I don't have anything to tell you to, to, that this is about because uh, I don't know myself. But when you, uh, when you call, uh, we will find ourselves engaged in a conversation about the food scene around town. And I think we will find it pleasant and interesting and full of information that everybody else can use, too. That's the idea. Uh, and, uh, again, I tell you, we've done it for the last two days, and both days we had a whole bunch of people calling in. Uh, in, in, in fact, we had one um, blowback on it, and it was that we had a number of people who called up during the, uh, the, the second batch of hours of the program. In other words, in other words people who call up at, uh, let's say, 6 o'clock or 5.30, uh, we do the first part of the show is from uh, 3 until 5, and then we record that and we play it back from 5 until 7. And so, obviously, if you call into a radio station that is running a, a tape, if it were in fact a tape, but if it were rerunning it, uh, you probably wouldn't have anybody pick up the phone, So, and you won't over here. So uh, uh, forget about calling us up during the uh, five to seven, two hours. And call us in that first batch if you've got it, if you've got the time and it's convenient for you. But don't worry about the subject or, or anything like that. Just call. And uh, if you have something, you know, so much the better. But uh, I've got a million things on my mind. The number one item, of course, is uh, Valentine's Day. today. Excuse me, Valentine's Day. It is today. And I'm sure I hardly have to uh, tell you that there are certain expectations that we men especially, although the ladies, you know, claim that, you know, they've got to put a lot of work into it as well. Uh, anyway, the guys have to get on with this. And a lot of people like to go out to eat on, to, in a restaurant on Valentine's Day. And for that reason, and one other one that I will tell you in a moment, but you've already know, you, I bet you already know this. Uh, but 
a lot of people have already made reservations or have tried to make reservations and found that they are difficult to find except in restaurants that you don't like. So uh, we, we can figure that out. Uh, if you're having a problem with that, call me and we'll see what we can do. And you know, we'll get this going for you. 260-6368. Now, making uh, Valentine's Day even more complicated than it is already for most of us, for us guys, I'm thinking most. Uh, it, on uh, Valentine's Day, you have something going on that doesn't occur any other time of the year, and that is that just about everybody in every restaurant in town uh, at the tables that serve, usually serve four people, you know, your standard uh, four top, as they call it in the business, uh, but on Valentine's Day, there are usually only two people at even those bigger tables. And the reason for that is obvious. You know, it's, it's a romantic thing, and you don't share romance with, well, I guess some people do, but uh, most people don't share romance with somebody else. You know, it's that old business about two's company, three's a crowd. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much true. And for that reason, uh, most restaurants find themselves with only half as many seats as they ordinarily have. And that makes it even harder to get in. So uh, if you haven't factored all of that in, then you know you're in trouble. And you uh, really need to get on the phone and see if you can start begging to see if you can uh, get a, a place to go for dinner tonight, if that's what you want to do. And if not, figure out something else. There are all sorts of other things. Our telephone number is 260-6368. Uh, this is the beginning part of the program. And in it, we uh, just sit here and wait. We wait for uh, people like you to call us and, uh, and just engage in conversation. That's all there is to it. It's very simple. Uh, but, boy, could we use it. And, you know, it would uh, be a big help to everybody else who is listening because uh, that's, that's where the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Where the uh, – dissemination of, uh, of good luck, uh, it, it comes uh, through here. And all you need to do is, uh, is just call us, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll figure out what the problem uh, of getting a restaurant in your situation is, or maybe not. We'll talk about something else if you want. While you have a monologue going here. Yeah, I, I do? Decided to, Would somebody stop that monologue? That's right. That's what we're going to do right now. Not only is it Valentine's Day all over the world. Yeah. Today, it is also Organ Donor Day today. So, yeah. uh, you know, you can give your heart literally to someone else uh-huh. today. Uh, we, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's appealing. <laughs> it it oh, adds boy. something to the... Uh, it adds something to the urgency of the relationship. It sure yeah. does, mm -hmm. doesn't it? But yeah. it is also National Ferris Wheel Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. For those of you who like to... Uh, Do you ever ride on any of those really huge ones that they have in Europe? And I think a I couple of... I hate Ferris wheels. Do you? No control. You have no control over Oh, well, you don't have you control know? over hardly anything when you think like about it. Do not like anything I don't have control over. It is National Cream-Filled Chocolate Day. No <laughs> nougat. No. No nougat. No nougat. No peanut butter. No. Cream filled. That's it. Cream. Today. Yeah. Cream in, in the sense of uh, the maker of uh, pastries. Whatever. It, that, that has a certain cream meaning to it. Cream filled chocolate. Yeah. 
cream-filled chocolate. No pastries. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. It's chocolate. Uh, okay. Strictly cream-filled chocolate mm-hmm. day today. So if you're deciding on something chocolate-filled with something, the only thing you can do today is cream-filled. That's it. You can't get anything else. You know those uh, chocolates called Wild, uh, let's see, World's Finest Chocolate? I, I know those. Okay. And they, uh, I don't know what the program. Self-proclaimed world's finest chocolate. World's finest chocolate. Could be. Uh, but they, uh, they are best known as a, a vehicle of fundraising for schools and for you know, other organizations like that. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, they, they would give us like a couple of boxes of them and we brought them home. And uh, my father or mother would pay the, the 10 cents instead of the nickel that you would ordinarily spend on a candy bar, and it would raise money for the school or whatever. Uh, that is still going on. We actually have two people over here at the radio station um, on two different schools or distributing those. I picked up a few boxes of them the other day just so I could show that I'm an okay guy. And it uh, occurs to me that just about everybody who has children anyway will probably have run into those chocolates at some point in their lives, and maybe more than a few times. And I wonder what you think of it. Now, my well, first... Well, I can tell you what I think of it oh, right well, now. Oh, well, you tell no, me. Uh, you know, over the years now, I have noticed that the chocolate keeps getting less and less with those things. Yeah? The, the price remains pretty much stable, but the, the, the content... It gets less, has been getting less and less over the years. Hmm. Well, I can't say I've seen that, but I wasn't looking for it either. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, you got to look at, you know. That well, you certainly stuff, do have to really, look, yeah. Know. Well, anyway, uh, I picked up brought some of this and brought it home because uh, my wife, who is a chocolate nut, or a chocoholic, as I think they are known, uh, she likes those a lot, and she has all sorts of stories to tell. When she was growing up, she is one of seven children of her parents. And uh, so you can imagine with all of those kids uh, clamoring for one another's, uh, their, for, for their mother and father's uh, pocketbook there to, to get the maximum number of world's finest chocolates. But I think it's worthwhile to, uh, to open up the conversation or uh, to and see if we can answer this question. Do you think that stuff is actually the world's finest chocolate? Or failing that, do you think it's at least pretty good? Or do you think it's just ordinary? Uh, what do we? What do we explore that? Who is there who can call us? If that's you, if you're not real busy right now, if you're not driving right now, if you're not. Uh, hanging out and uh, having fun with the kids, you know, all really, really essential things, then uh, waste a few minutes on uh, on our side of things and, and give me your answer to that. The world's finest chocolate, is it as good as it claims to be? I always buy them. I always buy uh, uh, a, a lot of them because everybody seems to like them. In fact, I gave one to my wife kind of as a joke answer to what she would get on Thanksgiving, uh, excuse me, on Valentine's Day. For her chocolates. <laughs> but, but because she grew up with them, that had like this special meaning for her. I'm inviting you and vigorously and enthusiastically inviting you to uh, join our little radio show and to uh, just have a conversation with me about our eating scene around town. Our telephone number is 260 
And if you're thinking, well, what will we talk about? Well, um, I don't know. Uh, but I won't know until you're here. So we, just like any other conversation you would have with anybody else. That's what we're doing. Believe it or not, I'm not making this up. Just in, in the last few days, we have been asking people to do that. Just call up, even if you don't have anything in your mind to say. And we will work up a pretty good conversation. Yesterday especially, we were busy uh, the whole program pretty much. And uh, so it is uh, my idea to bring in more people to bring in more people to call our show and talk about things and the, and the reason we need to do this I don't know I don't understand why it is I think it, there's been a change in the uh, way people think about uh, talking to other people but uh, we uh, we, we uh, do indeed find that people uh, find immediate things to talk about when there is another person to talk to so here I am and there you are. Call me, would you? 260-6368. When you get here, you'll see how easy this is. Uh, no prizes, no nothing like that. We just talk. And, uh, and as a result of it, we find new restaurants. We find new dishes at those restaurants. Other ones that you might not have found any other way. I keep being astonished by people. I just talked to one this morning. I gave a talk to a group in... Uh, uh, across the lake uh, that uh, helps people get around. It's a long story. It's a nonprofit organization. And they asked me to come over and uh, and have some coffee and talk to them. And we had a great time. <laughs> it was really, really funny. Uh, I love it when people laugh at the things I say. And <laughs> that I know cuts two different ways, but it, it really is more fun that way. And more interesting, 260-6368. No, give it a roll. Come on, 260-6368. It won't take any time at all. Uh, there's no trap in here. There's nothing, no reason in the world why you shouldn't uh, stop in here unless you're driving or very busy doing something really important. So 260-6368. I'm waiting for you right now. I'm just looking, staring at the screen waiting for your call to come in. And uh, really, once you do it, you will, uh, you will thank me for, A, coming up with this, and, B, thanking yourself for uh, giving it a shot. So would you, please? 260-6368. Or 260-MENU. Well, let's see. What else do we have uh, coming up today? Today is the uh, birthday Let's see. I wonder how old he is. <clears throat> of uh, Jack Benny. Jack Benny, who uh, for a long time was the greatest comedi com comedian, uh, comedian uh, on radio. He started a program in the 1930s, and he kept on going until TV took over. And they, for a while there, they were doing both the TV show and a radio show, and then the radio show died. Uh, but uh, it is still being played here and there. I was listening to one just yesterday. I've got a bunch of uh, recordings of that stuff. I'm a radio geek is basically what I'm telling you. So um, anyway, it's Jack Benny's um, birthday. And it's and funny that that should come up because last night I was listening to a, a show that he was on that was directed by Orson Welles, of all people. Who would ever put Jack Benny and Orson Welles in the same room? I don't, that's kind of a weirdo. 
Uh, let's see. Is, is that a live one over there on the green phone there? Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, we welcome, let's see, Jeb. Is that right? Yes. Welcome to our show. Right. Come on in. Thank you. I am in. Okay. Uh, do you want the soup or the salad? Well, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. You mentioned uh, coffee shops before, and it, it's touched off something that's been bothering me yeah. for some time. As a lifelong New Orleans area resident, coffee lover, yeah. why is it so difficult in all these coffee houses to get a cup of coffee and chicory? I don't know, but I'm right on your side. That's what I drink all the time. What's your brand? I use Union. Actually, uh, yeah. I have tried CDM. I've tried grocery store brands. Uh-huh. I find that I like them all. Mm. <laughs> well, that's good. French market, uh, yeah. you know, community. A community yeah. is the only place that you can actually get a cup yeah. of coffee and chicory in the city, and they only have, like, two outlets. I well, think, uh, you know, the Café du Monde uh, has it. Right. Yeah, you got to count If you them. get in there, yeah. by the time you get down there and park and everything else, the well, I, I can solve that. hotel room. I can solve that problem for you. The um, If you're on the North Shore, there's a Café yeah. du Monde uh, right on in, uh, Highway... Uh, the. Uh, uh, let's see, what number is that? I'm not sure it even has a number, but it's... it's. Oh, it is. It's Highway 21, Tyler uh, 20, 21, uh, yeah. And they've got one over there. there. And uh, right. usually usually it's not very busy. So uh, I go in there every now and then and have the donuts and everything. Which is fine, but I live in Metairie. Yeah. Oh, well. But, I, but I mean, I have, it, it just seems like there's an... I don't want to mention any names yeah. that I'm not fond of, but so-and-so's coffee of New Orleans... Mm-hmm. But you can't get what New Orleanians drink. Yeah, I know. Uh, they sell the coffee. Yeah. They sell the coffee under but, one of their brands. But they don't they brew it. it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, I don't either. And uh, I've had this very conversation uh, for many, many times with uh, the the lady who uh, runs J. What's what's the uh, it's PJs. PJs. And uh, when when they were first opening up. I went over to talk to them and, you know, see whether there was any news there. And I said, I can't believe it. You're not doing chicory coffee. How can you have a coffee house in New Orleans and not have chicory coffee? And she said, well, you know, we consider that a flavor. Well, but it isn't a flavor. It's the standard coffee style of this city. <laughs> why, why does it you know, have to? She's a New Orleanian, is she not? She is, yeah. Very nice lady. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was told uh, by people that sell for her at, at trade shows when they were selling that against a New Orleans roast. And uh, I was told by them that, well, the lady who runs it just doesn't think that it's proper for whatever reason. I don't want to quote them. I don't remember. No, I mean, uh, and she's been quoted no on that before. Go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you, there, there are some places, and also in restaurants, you know, this is an issue. But if you go right. to Commander's Palace... It's always been right. chicory, and they, they brew it real dark, just the way I think it ought to be. And uh, all the, just about all the Brennan restaurants used coffee and chicory, so that's nice. Not too many but, other kind of restaurants, though. But it seems like, and it, it's, isn't, it not, isn't it funny that all the places that you, you've quoted are nice high-end places? Yeah. Where none of the places a step below will use coffee and chicory, which yeah. is actually more affordable. Yeah, that's true. Although there was a there was a period uh, a couple of years ago when the price of chicory shot up, it was it almost all of it comes from Belgium, 
and uh, there was some problem with the with the uh, uh, cultivation of the, the chicory, which is a, basically a lettuce, and yes. a. a uh, and they for a while the root, there, it got be it, it is yeah it's the root and then they roast the root and then they then grind it up and then it's supposed to it was something Napoleon came up with because they couldn't get I don't any. Know coffee. How you would imagine? How would you invent that? I, I don't get it. Well, uh, I, I, I'll tell you exactly. I'll give you the t- entire story. It was a Napoleon, and it was in one of his wars. It, uh, who knows? You know, it's hard to keep track of Napoleon's wars. But at one of them, the coffee supply was cut off by his uh, the people he was fighting. And so he put a word out to all of his people uh, that he would give a good cash award to anybody who could replace coffee. And so they could have okay. something to drink. And somebody came up with, with coffee, well, well, with chicory anyway. And, Not pure uh, chicory, huh? It was pure chicory. And... Napoleon said, this is great. This is what we're going to serve from now on. Of course, there were a lot of people who didn't like it. Right. So uh, it, it has been tried before. It's a tough, tough battle to do. If, I, I think you have to grow up with it. Fortunately, I you did. Can get, you can buy chicory at some of the older grocery stores. Oh, you can get it anywhere. It uh, goes under the name of uh, Coffee Partner. And you, I, I'm telling you, every su- every supermarket in town has it. It comes in a little box. It's put out by the French market guys. Yeah, it's just, a, just you know, if you don't know the exact ratio, you know, you just you might as well get it from the people who already know it. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. They, they bag yeah. it that way, yeah. and, and it's good stuff. And, I mean, you, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen it out of town, but, you know, very seldom. And I understand it's a local thing, but oh, it as far is. as it's, it's proliferance being local, I, I'm sure what, since it wasn't uh, invented here, but yeah. it's the flavor of the city. You would think it sure somebody is. would want to embrace that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100%. It is Cafe Au Lait. Abs- you can get Cafe Au Lait, yep. and they just use dark roast coffee. There you go. Not authentic, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is, I guess. I'm, I'm with you. Well, thank you for calling. I'm glad to hear you agreed with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I sure do. All right, it's love the food you, show. Love your show. <clears throat> thank you. See ya. It's, the, it's the food show, and here is Dave. Dave, welcome. Yeah, hey, Tom. Thank you for calling. Yeah, did I did I win a prize? Did I, is there a prize? Uh, let's see. I have this piece of paper right here. Oh, no, I have one of those. Already. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. thanks anyway. But uh, but my yeah, my wife um, loves a cold drip coffee, and we buy a lot of people a, do. Yeah, we buy a, a, a Louisiana coffee and chicory, mm-hmm. and use that to make cold drip because you cannot mm. find. You know, a cold drip that's already made that has uh, coffee and chicory. And yeah. it, I actually prefer that to the regular coffee and trick, chicory. You know, you put it in a fridge, mm-hmm. it drips through this little container into a, another container, through a filter, and uh, you just heat it up a little bit with some water and milk, and it's it's pretty good. It, it's i got to admit, it, it comes out pretty good. Yeah, yeah uh, you are uh, one of many people who, who have that feeling about it. It... Uh, People either love it or they hate it. I'm in one that I yep. can't figure out what – I don't detect a whole lot of difference there to begin with. And there's one yeah. um, convenience issue that comes up, and that is uh, if you have, like, a regular coffee maker and you run out of coffee to uh, you know that you've made already, it's just a matter of, of running it through once and then there's your coffee. Whereas if you're right. doing cold drip, that takes a while. 
Yeah, it's it's done, and if you just have to plan and well, she's planning gets behind and planning. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> I know it's it's a little too much to be expected sometimes. Yeah, well, it, you wouldn't it, know it to talk to. Well, let's see, who can I name? Oh, I better not say a word about it. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it, anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we went out for uh, Valentine's last yeah. night on Wednesday good, night. Good move. We would, and your wife got through. got along with that. Yeah, it was her idea. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and well, then it was good. Let's yeah. avoid the crowd. We went to Roots Chris, and mm-hmm. and it was great. Um, and tonight we're cooking. But it, it was amazing that even though it was the Wednesday before Valentine's Day, the restaurant mm-hmm. was still packed. Oh, so there's no doubt on, about it. The, uh, on to that, you know. One thing I, I've I've learned uh, from the the not so many women that I have known in my life. Uh, all of them love to go to a steakhouse. And there was, the lady who used to be the um, restaurant critic for the New York Times, oh, her name is just like on the tip of my tongue as usual. My tongue tip is always full of stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, she was there for a long time and was very highly thought of. Uh, but she uh, had some, some kind of unusual ideas about uh, some of that stuff. And uh, no, I've lost uh, my chain of thought here, but uh, my train of yeah, thought. Val- yeah. yeah, Valentine's Day. Valentine's but, Day, uh, yeah. yeah. She, uh, she was of the opinion that, you, uh, that going to a steak place for any, at any time, her, this, the exact quote I remember very well. She said, I love, it was the 21 Club that she was writing about in, in New York City. And she said, the reason I love it is that there is something for a woman of my age who finds uh, just thrilling to be in a male environment like that that's very, yeah. very masculine. And yeah. she says, I don't understand why, but I know I love going to those places. Yeah, and well, uh, my wife is exactly the same. She, she yeah. a steakhouse, you know, Ruth's Chris, absolutely. Any big deal, that's where we go. Yeah, yeah. And the amazing thing is, is to me, I like a steak or strip or a filet just the way it is. And yeah. she ordered the one there that has the blue cheese cream, creamy thing on top where they kind of brown some blue cheese on top yeah. and i thought that was absolute sacrilege yeah I, I i that, that's a a crazy idea i don't see the point of it 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 takes away this the uh flavor of the beef right gets in the except way of it anyway it. yeah except for this i tasted one little slice of it with that yeah. on there mm-hmm. and i and i I hate to say it, but I loved it. It was just like, yeah. oh, what am I? This idea, this this really is. And I wouldn't order a, a big fillet with that on it. But I was, yeah. it was it was fine to taste because it is a to- it does something. You're right, it does something totally different to the steak. Yeah. Uh, well, but, it's you know, they, it, it's it hasn't spread a lot. I mean, there's one restaurant that has yeah. become famous for it, and that's Clancy's. Clancy uh-huh. says okay. they've always done it over there, uh, but I can't, it, it never caught on with my palate for what yeah. that's worth. Yeah. Yeah, me either. But it, it, it was interesting that I, that it, it 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 like you said it changes the steak totally yep. into yep. something else. And, and it, I don't know what it is, but it uh, it was okay. You know, it it, it didn't kill me. You know? Yeah. Well, we yeah. certainly don't want anybody to die. Uh, so no, not uh, from yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not on Valentine's Day. No, no, that just would be totally wrong. Yeah. So 
Okay. I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much for calling. See ya. It's okay. The Food Show. If you call right now, you'll get right in. And here's what you can call in about. Anything at all. Anything. You see, those, those last three people, they had no idea what they were going to talk about when they dialed it up. That was pretty interesting, though, don't you think? I do. What do you think, uh, Doug? Pretty good, huh? Or or am I fooling myself? Well, we were talking about chicory earlier. Yeah. Oh. And did uh, you come up with any? Yeah, right. Any yeah. any anywhere between ten uh, percent chicory and thirty percent chicory is 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 what's uh, going into coffee these days. Who told you that? That uh, the the coffee people on internet. Oh. On the internet, uh, the various places uh, do various things. That's true, but. Here is something that I've paid a lot of attention to over the years. And what would pray tell is that? It is uh, to find out how much chicory there is in a bag of coffee and chicory. This, how do you do that? Well, there's only one way you can do it. I guess, I guess it's to be hired by the roaster and just, you know, see how many boxes of this and how many boxes of that that you open up. Or you could rise to the... Um, presidency of the brew of the of the roasting company and then you you'll have to know about it but in actual fact i've talked to a lot of these guys and at the top levels and if there is one thing that is secretive it is the uh, uh, the, uh the amount of chicory that is in coffee and chicory i do know this by law if they have more chicory than coffee they have to call it chicory and coffee as opposed to coffee and chicory. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, nobody does. So that tells me that all of it is mostly coffee still. And I uh, am given to understand by some people I know in the business that say that it is almost 50-50. But the, I li- don't think so. Well, uh, that's what I've heard consistently now, over the years. If somebody would like to get stupid about this whole thing, they could take oh, a well, bag. Oh well, we're already there. You know, <laughs> we, that's a, a bag of coffee and uh, and spread it out on the table and count uh, the chicory pieces and the coffee. You pieces. You can't tell the difference. I, well, I defy you to do that unless you're going to do it with a microscope and uh, and many many days to waste. Now, it. if I would be paid, <clears throat> oh, I well, would be uh, happy to do that. <laughs> Maybe that's all it took. But uh, yeah, it could be. Did you, are you still there? No, no. Wait, where'd you go? I'm not here. I'm counting kickery. Hmm. Well, uh, you can go to the store and you can buy. It's in a, a an orange box, yeah. and it's right mm-hmm. up with all yep. the other coffee. Yep. And it's called Coffee Partner. Okay. And it's made by the same people that that make. Uh, French Market Coffee and Chicory and Union Coffee and Chicory, all of which is owned by the same outfit that does CDM and a bunch of other things, mm-hmm. too. Well, I, you know, I, Blue when, plate. I, when I go by, I go by CDM. It's, it's just fine with me. I, you know, yeah. but, uh, well, there's two I, CDMs out there. There's I'm, My palate is not as educated as some out there, so um, CDM is just fine with me. Oh, it's, a, it's one of the really good ones. There's no doubt about that. That's It's a very well-made coffee. I always did like it. All right. Well, that that's uh, pretty good, folks. I do draw the line with blue cheese on the steak, though. We're, yeah, that's that. I don't I don't understand that at all. No, oh, but I yeah. will put bacon in blue it. Blue cheese? Bacon? Oh, yeah. And a steak? Mm-hmm. Call it steakin'. Ste- 
<laughs> you are, let me tell you this. I think you are mistaken. <laughs> you should worry about that one. Uh, uh, huh? Hello? Oh, okay. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm on the floor, yep. but I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, there we are. We got that all figured out, I think. You know what I like on a steak? Um, what would you? Please tell us what you like on a steak. Uh, Bernays sauce. Well, yeah, okay. Bernays sauce, and uh, in close second would be a creamy peppercorn sauce, black peppercorn sauce, cracked. The, the peppercorns are cracked up. Not, you're not getting them whole because they stick in your, you know, your cavities. Okay. Yeah. Now. Yep. If, for those of us who uh, you know who who don't make Bernays sauce on a regular yep. basis, how do you do that? Well, you make hollandaise first. And how do you do that? Ah, well, uh, the best way to do it is to do it in a blender, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. And you uh, you get <clears throat> uh, you melt some butter, but you only melt it up to the point where it is melted, not to where it's actually hot so it'll so be it's soft <clears throat> it's soft it's no it's beyond soft beyond it's pourable soft. okay it's pourable but just barely okay okay so in the uh in the the uh the blender you you uh put a little bit of the uh the butter in there and then you add whatever herbs you want to add to that the ones that are most common would be parsley uh, garlic. Some people like to put a little garlic in there, and uh, and lemon juice. And you uh, you also have a little bit of white wine in there. And you get all that going, and then you slowly pour in this melted butter, while running the uh, the blender at a kind of like a medium speed. And when it gets to where the whole thing is blended uniformly. Uh, you then that's when you have uh, you found it and you'll find it's nice and and light and fluffy almost although there's not a lot of uh, air blended into it that shouldn't be anyway and and that's it uh, you can do all of this with a bowl and a whisk too it's it's uh, just two different ways of doing it uh, the uh, so uh, anyway that's uh, that's how you make the hollandaise part and then the Bernays sauce. It uh, goes like this. You put a little bit of, of white wine in a small skillet, and then you add to it some tarragon, some uh, 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 fennel, and the, from, the, from the bulb, not from the, the little seeds, and uh, chervil. And you, you cook all of that down, but very, very low temperature uh, with some white wine, just lo- long enough to make everything soft and mix it all together. And then you just add that to the hollandaise sauce, and voila, you have Bernays sauce. <clears throat> Norman is here. Welcome to the food show. How you doing, Tom? Well, here I am, you know. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And happy okay. Valentine's Day. You got that all taken care of? Of course. I'm turning 50 years marriage to yeah. June my bride. So, yeah. I got 50 that. years? Sure. Really? That is good. 50 years. Uh, no, I haven't come up with, uh, with a good idea yet for that. I thought we were doing pretty well by getting it up to 30 this week. 30? 30 years, yeah. You, you young whippersnapper, you? Yeah, I'm, isn't it awful? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
me and the girls, uh, my wife and I, we're doing a, a filet mignons tomorrow night. Uh-huh. And the thing, I went to this uh, place on, on the levee. It's, uh, it was like, what do you they call it? Is, uh, where you, a place you, on the levee. Say, what? Yeah, no, they, they, they sell vegetables and all. It's uh-huh. right there about a bottom of boat launch. It's a uh, farmer's market. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Anyway, there was about four booths in there. They were selling meat. Now, they didn't display mm. it, but yeah. they had all kind of cuts of meat. And every one of them mm. had on their sign that it's uh, from, from um, grain, grain fed. Or, no, yeah. grass fed. Grass yeah. fed. Uh-huh. It's grain. Yeah. I was just wondering if anybody's run across that and, and what is that about? I've never, uh, never seen There's uh, some controversy about that. I'm not persuaded uh, that grass fed beef is better than, uh, than corn fed beef. Uh, it right. might be. I, I, I have not seen a difference. Uh, uh, the main thing going on here is more political than anything because there is now, uh, once again, this was around back a long time ago. In the 1800s, there were a lot of people who raised cattle, particularly on the North Shore. Uh, in fact, you still see evidence of that because in downtown Covington, they have what they call oxalots. And that's where they would bring the cows that were bringing them, going to market, and they would put them in those uh, these enclosed spaces, and they would sell them off, and it would you know go to grocery stores and you know the equivalent of grocery stores in those days anyway, and okay. so and that's uh, that's uh, where that came from, <clears throat> and in recent years there has been a new emphasis on Louisiana. Beef. It was thought not to be good for a long time because it's such a hot environment here that it's hard to get the cattle to spring enough uh, fat in them to make them good. But uh, these guys are now, they're even doing buffalo at some of these farms. Uh, and all, most of them are Louisiana farms and, you know, some from Mississippi and Texas. But uh, it, it's a new, dim, uh, new dimension in recent years. Okay. Yeah. I love a good good steak. You just so get do out I. of my way. Yeah. All right, sir. <laughs> nice talking to you. See ya. Thanks. I bet you there are a lot of steaks being sold on Valentine's Day. What what would you uh, get on Valentine's Day? Would you even order differently? Now I would. You know I would. Uh, uh, not that I would think it's a good idea. I'm offering up to anybody else, but uh, it, it just seems to me that on Valentine's Day. There are certain kind of things that really lend themselves, like a baked Alaska, you know, in the dessert department particularly. And then in appetizers, sometimes you get these beautiful little appetizers in restaurants, and that's very nice. But then again, there are other people who say, well, I just don't eat foie gras. And that's that. And uh, I guess the less said about it, the better. This is the Food Show. We will return with more of it in a moment. You are not only welcome, but encouraged to call us up. And if you don't have a topic, good. Uh, Just call me and we'll take it from there. And please do. Please take up my invitation. It has really improved the program to have this. Hello. Welcome back. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We have room for you. And we'd love to uh, have you occupy it and spend some time with us. We like to talk about eating and restaurants and cooking and all of that. Today is Valentine's Day. 
if uh, you and your Valentine haven't figured out what you want to do, uh, there are plenty more opportunities out there. There are many, many restaurants that in uh, that have business way beyond what they ordinarily have. So uh, get ready for that. You might not be able to go to the restaurant that you would like to go to. Uh, but uh, that doesn't mean that there aren't other places out there. And if you uh, want some ideas, call me, and I'll have a few, but also all the other people who are listening to us right now will come up with some ideas that maybe you haven't thought about before. So uh, give us a call. Our telephone number is 260-6368. And using that call also, I encourage you and beg you even to call us even if you don't have any specific question or any any uh, position or idea or observation, uh, if you were to call us with nothing on your mind whatsoever, we would still have a really interesting conversation out of it, which is not a commentary on what kind of callers do we have, because they, they, these tend to be very interesting topics that we've been getting this way. So uh, I hope you will help us make it uh, day after day after day ad infinitum. All you need to do is call 260-6368. That's 260-MENU if you're having trouble remembering it. And I hope you do call us and tell us uh, whatever it is that uh, we ask you back and forth for. And uh, we're not doing this to show off or to... uh, you know, pin you to the wall or anything like that. Uh, this is completely amicable and friendly, and we just need some more friends. That's all. And w- then after that, what we wind up with is the only program of its kind in America. There are no other restaurant shows out there that I know of in any restaurants I've been to. They m- occasionally will run into one that uh, does a little something on the weekends once a week, But over here, we are here some weeks, like this one and last week, seven days with a two- to three-hour program every single day. You will not find that anywhere except here in New Orleans. It's utterly unique to our station and our our whole demeanor over here. Uh, But we do suffer badly from a lack of phone callers. We don't have... Uh, it's it has nothing to do with the show itself because all of our uh, notes show that we have a lot of people listening to us. It's just that people don't like calling up radio shows anymore. Apparently, that's what it looks like. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm thinking that might not be right, and so I'm asking you to do just this simple thing: call us up. I'll put you on the air. And I'll ask you a question, or maybe you have something. It doesn't matter. We'll just get into it. And if you've been listening during the first uh, hour here, we've had a lot of really interesting things come in. So 260-6368 is our number. And uh, the sooner you do it, the better it is, because uh, uh, we have found that when one person calls into our program, suddenly we have two more on hold. And if they call in, then we have four and it just keeps on going like that. Now, nice, huh? And we'll be back with more of the food show after we check in with the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, at 4 o'clock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.